This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name's Keen. I'm giving you I will feed you and I'll cook energy. And I'm Chris. And if you have one hump, cover it in glitter. And if you have two humps, come sit by me. And you're listening to Sissy That Pod. This is a post-DragCon delirious recap of episode two of season 16 of Drag Race US. Let's go. All right, so to set the stage for people listening to this during the week, uh, it is Sunday evening. We've had two days on the trial of DragCon. Uh, we've come back. We've had pizza. We've watched the episode. And in order to get our energy up, we jumped on the bed and sang along to Sia. <laughs> for the record, I don't endorse what Sia did. <laughs> I was not choosing the playlist. <laughs> so... I can promise that this would be the most coherent episode of the podcast. It's the brain ever. rot edition. We've got a lot of brain rot going <laughs> on at the moment. <laughs> a lot of stupid jokes. We've got a shade button that we bought at Dragon. So let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Second batch of queens. Did you like them more than the first? To be honest, we were talking about this. I think I'm just delirious. I can't remember a single one. <laughs> we were trying to re- recap the girls from last week. You'd Q and Safira and Dawn. I remember enjoying the talent shows maybe a little bit more, but I think these queens, the energy was quite good. And there was a lot more of the gameplay mechanics at work that we'll probably yeah. get into, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think I preferred the first group. I think I mm. agree with you. And we'll get into the individual contestants in a bit. Um, I think the talent show in episode one was stronger. For sure. I mean, we can go through them in order, but I kind of just want to jump straight into playing Jane. Yeah. I have seen conversations online about her and her villain character. Is she putting it on? Is she playing it up? Is that just who she is? Is it meant with a smile? I feel like watching this with you, you were like boo hiss at the start and then you kind of liked her by the end. Yeah, well, we'll get into the talent show because I feel like that's where she won me back. But first of all, I really want to point out that she is wearing a jacket that I got in Top Man in the fucking... Talbot, not Talbot, the uh, Ilac? Ilac Center in Dublin. I remember getting it and I remember thinking this was the fucking cuntiest thing I've ever owned. And she's now pulled it out. So I just want to put that there to give her a little bit of a read. Um, but she did say something at the beginning when she said, I'm not really a villain, I'm just a bitch. So she kind of owns it. But I don't know what it, like sometimes you're like, oh, if they own it, does that make it better? Um, I, I do like a little bit of gameplay. So I think that's when she won me back as well. But also, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit, the jury's out on her, I guess, until I get a bit more episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Like she came in strong with the reads. I felt it was purposeful. Uh, but then in Untucked, she's like reading and then going, no, I'm only joking. So I wonder like, is it just an abrasive sort of humor that yeah, like you like kind of get to know over time? Like a defense mechanism yeah. almost. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the queens. First in was Hershey, the cure jeté, sister of cornbread. You did not like this entrance line. No, what was it? It was basically like, <laughs> I didn't prepare anything. Oh, I hated that because I was like, it, I did write that down. I just didn't read it. But she said she didn't prepare anything, but I was like, it's giving rehearsed. Yeah. So I was like, which I, I was like, I get that it's meant to be funny, but maybe the delivery was wrong. And also, I didn't realize. That. I thought for some reason her first name was like pronouns. It was like her she. Her she. Oh, her she. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was because then we don't have what do we? Not really. We're question? aware of chocolate. 
of her sheets, we, but it's not. We are aware of chocolate. We are international girls. No, here. we know her sheets. Her sheets kisses. Yeah, but chocolate. I don't think it's like a. It's not like it's not a Cadbury's. <laughs> not the Cadbury's <laughs> no core today. <laughs> <laughs> not even relevant <laughs> sorry this is brain rot again uh, <laughs> yeah okay but yeah so anyway as a queen <laughs> name aside she um I, I would also say the mini challenge this week is a photo shoot at the she mv love connie is there of course uh t.s madison is there and t.s madison and Rue are just kind of riffing and improving and i found this mini challenge so much better than last week i felt when they were doing the photo shoot on the doorstep i don't know they didn't really have much to work with they had loads to work with there i loved t.s madison shouting out like different latin singers for geneva or different types of religion for Megami. um so I think we got to know them a bit better than we did the, the first screens yeah. Uh, but yeah hershey is in first she also gave us that sort of Jungle Cruise Whiplash song in the talent show. What's your first impression of her kind of so far? I mean, it's very uh, like unpolished rehearsed would be what I would say because it felt like she had a direction that she wanted to go in the song but I don't understand why you were in a jungle and I know that she's selling the whiplash on the corner so I'm like, it's the corner of the jungle? Do you live in the jungle? And you're like looking for a solution to wig problems I, I i it wasn't and we had to play it again we watched it <laughs> twice because we were confused it seems to follow the narrative of a madam or something go going on a mission and finding a treasure map but i don't know what she found she pulled she pulled out that little tub of like hand sanitizer but was that like whiplash cream I thought that was wig glue. Or was it glue? Okay, wig glue for the and whiplash, whiplash was wig. It was called whiplash because you could whip your hair as okay. much to give yourself a whiplash. That's my understanding of it. That makes okay, sense. Maybe it was open to interpretation. That's, that's following narrative arcs that I wasn't picking up on. Okay. Um, it Either was time. confusing. And I know I know we're not really supposed to follow the plot of it. Uh, and that's just a fun song that gives her excuse to dance and whip her hair and mm. create a character. And obviously Cornbread wrote it because um, she reveals this later on. But uh, I don't know how memorable it is. No, I feel like, yeah, and it was kind of like, maybe that could be her like brand and maybe she could have like, you know, next year at DragCon, she'd be sitting there selling little Whip- mini bottles of whiplashes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it landed the way that it needed to. We also kind of got a mirror moment from her talking about having adopted her sister's two kids, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. And, and, you know, we're 16 seasons into this show and this All-Stars international franchises. We kind of run low on the different perspectives and stories of queer people in, in this show. Uh, but that's definitely a new one. And to hear that, they receive a lot of TikTok trolling just for be having adopted kids, and that's family. There, some of their family members don't even approve of what they're doing. Um, it was really interesting, and I kind of hope we hear more from that. that yeah, you know that that was just sort of setting the stage. Yeah, because I can't really think. It was it Kasha Davis is the only person I can remember has kids, and Tamisha Man has kids. Tamisha Man and Tyra, who we don't talk. About. Oh yeah, yeah, she biological. Yeah. <laughs> Props to your mama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's also brain rot <laughs> props to mama living in my head I was about to sing biology <laughs> you can't escape my biology <laughs> okay <laughs> get it together uh, Plasma is in next she is uh, from New York she is 24 
talking about people we can't mention, I feel like this is Sherry Pie take two without the problematics. Kind of. Yeah, and there's a little bit of jinx mixed in there as well, yes. I feel. And it's, yeah, that kind of can't be fun. Um, I really like that. I can't read what I wrote here, actually. Well, she... Um, oh, she had a Jan robe. Why did I write that? She, well, cause she was, when she was doing her makeup, she was wearing a Jan robe. Yeah. Um, she gave us this kind of like classic Hollywood mm. song um, and then did a series of impressions and then kind of a quick sort of... Um, necklace reveal you love this after it. the first point five seconds yeah i think immediately it was gonna it was like coming into jazz immediately and i liked it and it was giving like old not maybe not old hollywood but like old timey one woman show type of thing yeah. and i feel like when michelle Visage said i get like i do understand the criticism of it's like it's too much but also it's like this is your like you know whatever it is one minute 30 seconds mm. to showcase your talent and she was like, I'm going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at this. And I thought it was really clever how she did that. And even like the even little bits of jokes where it's like, RuPaul, I'm not going to do that because, yeah. you know, it's been known that no one can impersonate RuPaul on the show. It doesn't end well. So she yeah. was, it was like a nod and I thought it was quite clever and I really liked it. Yeah, no, I really liked her too as well. I think she has a lot of promise and uh, really quick repartee. Very good in the CMV um, improv you know, maybe a, a early leader for a good snatch game or something like that. I think yeah, she will go far. I think I think we have quite a lot of improv and sort of like the- theater queens this season, uh, which I think is going to be really good. So yeah, big fan of plasma. Next up is Geneva Carr uh, or Geneva Vroom Vroom Carr, as she called herself. She says she puts the ass in Texas, um, and she has a TikTok where she styles her leg hair. I was a bit skeptical of this. And also, I'm chronically online and chronically on TikTok. Like, we were. Whenever they showed a TikTok video, Chris was like, oh, yeah, no, I've seen, oh, that. I've seen this. I've heard it. this. <laughs> Shared by Chris's Adam Tom. But um, yeah, I, when, I was, when I was watching, I was like, I've never seen this. And also, it is content that I probably would interact with. And it is a bit more art than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be kind of comedy slash yeah i was expecting the leg hair to be like in the face of homer in the shape of homer simpson's face yeah. kind of thing i didn't know it was going to be like fishnet tights rhinestone mm. the house down bows boots yeah <laughs> bows boots because there's little bows on them oh nice yeah. okay she's very coquette <laughs> her leg hair well actually i want to ask you about uh like last season or last week sorry one of the queens I can't remember who was like i hope there's no tiktok queens as a tiktok her yourself how do you feel about that statement um it's it, it's kind of like it it, it goes in cycles because i feel like there's like the instagram filter queens yeah. remember with um aja with yeah. aja when she came in it was like oh she's the instagram queen. Yeah, yeah yeah so i feel like there's a there's a cycle of social media that like you know whatever the next trend mm. is going to be it's like oh she's going to be the new whatever it is vine queen or whatever not that yeah. obviously but like i think it's 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 hard to judge someone like that because you're never going to get it right like sugar and spice was we're, we're a lot more talented than you kind of thought they might be mm. um so yeah i think i think they do underestimate the tiktok queens and then again you have who's the other one that is a tiktok um mahai yeah mia um, amanda page but yeah she's also a t- i've seen her tiktoks loads and i i think that like you know if you wrote her off as a tiktok queen you'd be so sorely mistaken yeah <laughs> 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 I sorely be mistaken <laughs> <laughs> you'll rue the day you'll rue paul the day i'm excited for the first be real queen to walk into that room <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be you bitch <laughs> thank you take a beat take a th- we were at drycon the entire weekend you took the worst photo of me on your be real and you were like look what he posted Sorry? I'm being real. I'm not going to go up there and post a picture of Jimbo. I wasn't on time then. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't even on time. But that's so, because there was no signal in the Excel. Mm, okay. Right, uh, I really like Geneva. Um, 
she seems really charismatic. Uh, I don't know how far she will go. Um, like, I really enjoyed her lip sync with the sort of, like, Mexicana dress that was into then, a sort of, like, Latina club strut dance. But then she danced a lot better in that talent show than she did to the Becky G song. So I was like, okay, maybe yeah. maybe not as much of an in assassin that I thought. G. I know. Embarrassing. Honestly, all 12 pounds worth yeah. of that shape button is going into this episode. There better be at least 12 in there. So we one pound a button. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did you think of Geneva? I really liked her. I thought she was cool. I think it's a, a, a breath of fresh air as well. Because she did say that she's the first Mexican-born queen on the American franchise, which mm. is really interesting. And yeah, it'd be nice to have that perspective on a drag race. Yeah, definitely. And the leg hair is cool. The leg hair is cool. We will probably won't see the leg hair. But maybe we'll see. Who knows? Um, okay, Plain Jane is in. We kind of discussed that she Nose called dive. herself the <laughs> the le, or authentic Russian hooker clown oh, yeah. from Boston. And then she spoke Russian, so she backed it up. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Um, comes in bitchy. She calls the rest of the queens the brick squad, which we're not entirely sure. I think it's just like... An insult anyway. Wide and thick, I guess. Mm. Um, she called one of them pretty, though, in Russian. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and she is pretty. She is pretty. She's pretty in and out of drag. The bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this bitch," but also, I want to fuck this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's certainly the feeling that you get where you hate that you fancy somebody. Mm. You know I mean, and we spoke about that we did. <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> um, goes on to <laughs> the delayed. <laughs> the delayed. Maybe we forgot to. I forgot. Point. I'm in charge of this. Uh, what did you think of Burger Finger? I loved Burger Finger. It reminds me, I can't remember the song right now. and It's going to really annoy me. But it's a hyper-pop song that's about burgers. And if I, I'm going to find it. But it's very reminiscent of that. And I was like, I didn't want to like it. And I did like it. Which mainly means that I really like it. Because it's, it's fun, it's camp. And Rue fucking loved yeah. it. Yeah. Rue couldn't get enough of it. And I was like, oh shit. And then the, the mustard and ketchup thing went on really long. But to applause I would say yeah you know what I mean that, was, that for me was the best but I think you know Jimbo was on the pit stop last week and Katia or it's not Katia Trixie says to Jimbo like everyone's wearing breastplates that's because of you and I definitely think you see more a Jimbo correlation with playing Jane like from the baloney dance to you know burger finger uh, Jimbo even does like Dr. Stinkfinger in All Stars 8 oh, or something yeah. like that um and then obviously the big breastplate as well. Uh, so I wonder, like, I just wonder in terms of Jimbo's influence, it seems to be very prominent. Yeah. I I like something stupid. I love Willow Pill with a toaster in the bath. This, <laughs> this, I don't know. This is, get ready for the shade, but I felt this was forced oh, stupidness rather than just authentic brain rot stupidness, which I think is a lot of, a lot of like. <laughs> if I could interject. <laughs> I don't know this. This didn't kill it for me. No, I, I I know what you mean as well. I think I I didn't expect that from her, and that's why I think I liked it too. Yeah, but also yeah, it did feel like more of an act rather than like something she would do campy anyway. Especially with the way she was talking, because she read one of the other queens who we get onto later, Meg Megami, and she read her and was like, "Oh, if you don't have this, you know, the posters and what was your act?" Which you know, fair enough comment, I guess. But it was like she was going to do something that was like wildly amazing, like Nymphia Wynn, for example. You know, I thought she was going to do something a bit more class, a bit more like talented. (laughs) (laughs) 
but you know, I I did like it, and I guess it was unexpected, and it didn't really read with what she was saying. Like compared to the ballet dancing last week from oh, Q, unreal. Do you know? I don't know. That just definitely just works. Whereas this, I felt was forced. Yeah, it was a bit forced. That's that's a that's a good way of putting it. Actually, um, interesting character. I'm interested to see how 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 her narrative progresses over the season. Is she going to be cunty? In the bad way, or is she going to be cutting it the good way? I think we're getting a bit of both, babe. But she did say she's half camp, half cunt, so... Mm. I, think I, I think we see that. Yeah, I, I, think, see we see it. It. I think we see it. <laughs> um, also, the shout-out to Katy Perry's burger, it felt like, when she wore that big burger costume for the Macala camp. Oh, no, yeah. No, it was a camp Macala. And there's a, there's a photo of um, Celine Dion grabbing the meat inside the burger, and everyone's like, girl, what is going on here? Megami then was next. As soon as she walked in, I said to you, that's Sammy Lovato. Yeah. Oh my God. As soon as you said that, I couldn't stop thinking about it because it was, even the outfit was very confident era. I can't tell you what exactly about Demi Lovato it was. Out of drag, they don't look like Demi Lovato. On the runway, they didn't look like Demi Lovato. And that look, it was just Demi Lovato. It was Lovato. so Demi Lovato. It was Demi Lovato like doing like LA Pride or something. Yeah. <laughs> they call themselves the Cosplay Queen of New York. They're from Brooklyn. Uh, in the talent show, they lip synced to Four Non Blondes' What's Up with a, we thought, uh, non-updated bride flag just the six colors not the progress bride flag the original the yeah the original not, yeah i think it was the very original wasn't it uh because it had yeah. the white lines in between it oh did it yeah okay um and oh, then up. paul stuck up the sort of like poster board cards you mm. know making a, a political statement about if you like the show then you should be supporting drag queens at the polls look obviously i totally agree with that message sometimes though I don't know, maybe it exists. I don't know. Who, do people watch Drag Race and vote against drag queens in the poll? Are, are people watching Drag Race and voting against Few. the drag bans? I guess, you know, the message about going out to vote is different because it's yeah. like, you support us, but you need to vote. And maybe that's what we're getting at here with this. I agree. But sometimes there's an element of preaching to the choir that I wonder is like, oh, I want to be past the first episode, so I'm going to do something, you know, political, and they can't send me home on that. yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it's it's different as well. Like when you have something like Black Lives Matters, I feel like they're it's good to bring it onto a platform like that because there might be people who watch Drag Race who probably are yes. racist slash yeah. you know whatever. Well, like un- unconscious Un- bias and stuff like that. Yeah, that you need to I'm unaware yourself. of 100%. the actual issues exactly. Yeah. But I feel like when you're talking about something uh, like when you're discussing drag issues on Drag Race, it's like the people who are watching and supporting obviously are part of your cause yeah and it wasn't actually like we all need to show up in the voting it needs or was it or was it It was like if you love drag on tv then you need to love us on the polls and then yeah another one. i guess it is i guess it's a message to go out and vote and yeah. you know at the end and it's not like we, we don't talk about that because at the end of all of the american seasons it's like you know they give you the website yeah. to register to vote and we're coming I've into on to okay. <laughs> thinking i'll register i've been that influence but like yeah i feel like we have that already and to plain jane's uh, point which I kind of share the same sentiment but I wouldn't say it <laughs> but like what was the act without the it was just a lip sync that kind of was a little bit as I said this is me greatest showman energy <laughs> I feel like we got a little bit of that so that's my take on it I guess yeah I mean we are coming into an election year in the US this is important uh, over there so I'm probably being too harsh or maybe too cynical on it but um, yeah I would have liked that it was backed up by an actual entertaining performance <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first vote against the drag queens <laughs> i mean why that song 
I mean, what's going on? Fair, yeah, incredulous that situation. Linda Perry is queer, but I don't know. It was I, I, I for the lip sync for what it was worth was good. For what it was worth. For what it was worth, it was good. It just kind of was like wasn't worth much. Uh, yeah, I feel like if she did that without the poster boards, it it would have been all right. But then the poster boards were supposed to be kind of like. I don't know, marking the occasion, basically. And also, there was three bouquets of flowers on the main stage that we kind of surmised was maybe to denote sort of, like, queer, like, two graves. Oh, yeah, because she was wearing kind of, like, a, a funeral-esque outfit, possibly. Yeah. So I get that, too, and it's kind of like, we've let other people down. I don't know, I just feel like it's a little bit, like, and it's, I don't know, it's supposed to be a bit of fun anyway. I, I just think it's a bit mood killer. And also, we are aware, without this... And it's a bit too in your face and statementy for the for the per, for the what am I trying to say? The talent Just show. Sta- but no, the, think of, yeah. think of like Mariah's talent show and All Stars Five. Remember, it was like smearing yes. paint and stuff like that, and it was sort of like a spoken word poetry about the treatment of black people in America. Like mm. that hit home. It was important. It, but it was also like visually stunning and like grabbed you. Whereas this was kind of a, like a, a mediocre lip sync for the sake of it. And a, yeah, and yeah, a, and a few cards with uh, barely a purpose. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, she. <laughs> that, that was a long old sound bite of that. She show. said she's very proud of it, so I'm I'm happy for her. Yeah. Um, next up is Maya Iman Page, the flip queen from Florida, from Miami. Um, she was actually uh, performing in Palace, Florida, which is uh, where I went when I was in Miami. It was a really, really good bar if you're ever going to Miami. Um, all we really know about her is that she's the flip queen. You said, what, what was your expression, not to underrate her, at grave peril or whatever you said? Uh, yeah, that Bra- was a rot. long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Scroll back, guys. <laughs> um, what makes you think that? Because I, I'm getting filler offer. It's, uh, I guess it's going to be like stunty queen. I feel like she's going to have a definitely some good lip syncs. I don't think she'll go home on her first lip sync. Um, but I do think I, I, it would be interesting to see a bit more from her because all I've seen on TikTok is her performing and they're always like really, really gaggy. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I haven't seen because I didn't really like her makeup. I said that with you. I think it was a bit, I don't know, harsh. That's a highlighter. Yeah. Like that, yeah. So I was just like, I don't know. I haven't really seen anything of from her outside of the really, really conti talenty parts of stuff. So it will be interesting to see. I hope she's not filler queen. I do hope that she represents for TikTok. <laughs> for all those TikTok heads there. <laughs> we need some post reports with TikTok <laughs> comments on it. <laughs> Am I just a fool? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, this talent show, obviously, the the flipping and stuff was impressive. But I think, I mean, honestly, who am I to judge? I can't even touch my toes. Like, But the... <laughs> if your talent is just flipping alone, I kind of feel like I needed it to be more. Like, think of Walk That Fucking Duck. There was obviously amazing gymnastics in there. But there was also karate kicking. There was also a wild phrase. Like, you know, that was a full thought-out production and performance. This was just somebody putting on a bit of music and rolling around. No different from us, like, jumping on that bed to try and get hyped for this podcast. (laughs) Like, it didn't feel... Like, a dancer moves their body purposefully. There was a lack of purpose, I think, in it. Yeah, I think it was like, she had an idea of what she wanted to do. And then there wasn't an actual choreography. It was like... Right, she did a flip and she's like, right, and I'm gonna run over here and like roll onto this box, and then I'm gonna do a flip off that, and then I'm gonna. It was, it was, it was not 
polished enough probably and i think if she had done it to the timing of the music a little bit more cohesively it would have made sense but then again if you're getting claps and cheers for doing a couple of flips in a in a bar a couple of just a couple, just flips. A couple of flips yeah just a couple of flips but um, you know what i mean like if you're if you're getting the praise for doing that without having it perfectly timed to music being part of a choreography then maybe you're just thinking okay this is gonna and at, at the end of the day like it did get her through so it did but like coming out into a into a bar and flipping on the tables is a different thing than worst one minute talent show yeah that's that's and the, i think that's where she she missed the mark yeah yeah fair but other than that you're a fan i am a flipping fan oh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh flip flip that was Mia Aman LePage. Nymphia Wind, honestly, an, an entrance look for the ages. Oh. The the beehive, the yellow sunglasses all the way up, and then that reveal into that bonkers banana mm. boat suit. Delicious. It was so good. I think, so I had seen this. This had, this had been fed on my timeline, obviously, to my brain-rotted feed. <coughs> that was um, just, this is the only person I've seen before the whole season was released. Um or not the whole season, the episodes were released, the uh, uh, entrances, and I seen this, and I was like, oh my God, I love her. Because yeah. I feel like the actual first look was a bit Juno Birch-esque. Yes. I feel like we both thought Definitely. that. I think we said that last week, yeah. the, kind of the pastels and everything. Yeah, exactly. And all the glasses are so clever, and then like the banana look was like just kind of like stupid camp, but also like, a little, I would say a little bit like um, fashion. Fashion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I meant to say that uh, uh, Mia Emma and LePage also fell asleep during the mini challenge and Nymphie had to wake her up. Did you think that was real sleep? We were trying to work that out if it was like... Uh, I think so, because Rue looked annoyed. If it was a bit, it didn't land. If it's a bit, you have to like Commit. over-egg the waking up yeah, part. Like, and she ooh, didn't do that. Like, super startled, yeah. It was kind of like, oh, maybe she did just wake up from this. Maybe she was saying... I, you don't know how long they're there as well. Yeah, no, I'm sure long. they're there. I think, do you I, know what I mean? I think she was... I think she was just resting her eyes. Yeah. Also, shout out to the cockroach. Shout out to the cockroach. Uh, yeah. Uh, and R.I.P. And R.I.P. to the cockroach. R.I.P. Where's the poster card for that cockroach? <laughs> but what I don't understand was her talent show... Really amazing, <gasps> sincere, great performance. That sleeveography, as Michelle so called great. it. Um, yeah, just really like educational and like I think in a lineup of just like wacky, mm. over the top, you know, strutting, lip syncing, just something to give us all pause and to reflect on kind of like international cultural heritage. But they introduce it as putting <sighs> the ass in class. And you know, and then they, they were... give us that. Then it's this, like, really sincere. Because I thought that halfway through it would, like, you know, because a bit like um, Geneva, who had like the kind of more traditional Mexican kind of yes. bit at the beginning, and then it like blah 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 blah. blah. I thought that we were going to get that, and I was like, oh god, she better not ruin this like lovely, very the precious contemporary piece of yeah. sleepography. Um, and also the mug was painted just absolutely perfect. Mm. When we were watching her do it in the mirror, I was like, I love this. For yeah, she, she just did one sort of spiral out of like white out of her nostril. <laughs> and I was, was like, like, I love it. Tense. Whatever she's doing, I, I want to, to see it immediately. But yeah, she was really good. And I think, I think they really cheapened it for, for no reason. And you know, they recorded after as well, because some of the other yeah, of ones referred back to what they were doing. Yeah. So I was, I was really, I was actually really disappointed that they said that. Other than that, Derek Ray did an amazing job hosting, I think. Yeah. But and that fair was play such to a Derek miss. for getting, getting gunned. Twice. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, getting the gig the, twice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, getting yeah, slimed. Getting slimed, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
Fair page for free. And then she tried to do a Britney spin and almost slipped. Yeah, and was held in safety hazard. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They didn't fill out their docket. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she did really, really good. I think she's going to be such a strong contender. I think um, we can all learn a lot about the situation in Taiwan at the moment. I don't know very much of it, but like basically China's like basically just sharpening the knives to take it, invade and take it back again. And kind of off the back of the Ukrainian war, they seem to be kind of using that as a, as a well, if you if Russia can do that, then we can do this to Taiwan. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that they're the first country in Asia to legalize safe sex. Did not know right? So like, that's what I mean, the education part 100%. Of it, so it's like, I'm being educated, not preached to. We're, our ignorances are being kind of cleared up. And I, and I think I'm yeah. really excited to spend the next sort of 15 weeks with Nymphia. Um, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> she she moved to New New York um, in the last year, and it reminded me of something. I can't remember who said it at DragCon today. We went to see uh, bring back the those girls, whatever the reunion with T.S. Madison, and it was for the season three cast of Hispania. And one of the queens said they were talking to uh, Pangina Heels, who said that like sometimes when you're in like a small area or whatever. Your, your your drag is very similar to everybody else's and it's very difficult for you to stand out and sometimes you just need to move somewhere and get into a different pool and then you'll stand out for being yourself um, and I feel that's what I imagine Nymphie has done because she said the drag community in Taiwan is very small and I imagine like being in New York will allow her to sort of flourish and to lean into the things that like make her her that probably aren't unique at home do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely I think yeah New York will serve her well and she's been doing it for five years as well so Probably it bit. still feels very short, but I thought that was very short too because it does feel quite polished, and she does have a style. Mm. Like even I, I don't know we're gonna get into it as well, but like on the runway, like the, that banana hair and everything, there was a theme. But yeah. she's able to be hee hee ha ha with the banana, and then be very like, um, talented in a in a, in a different sense in a more serious yeah way. So I yeah. Props to you, mama. Props to you, mama. Um, okay, we're going to get into the runway and the d- deliberations, the voting and the lip sync after this. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. It's like Joe Duffy's Liveline, except we make it all up on the spot. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 episodes featuring some of the best comedy performers in the country. People like Kevin McGahern, Alison Spittle, Killian Sunderman, Shane Dan Byrne, Joanne McNally, Michael Fry, Emma Doran, Peter McGann, Hannah Mamelis, Tony Cantwell and so many more. Join me, Dave Coffey, for phoning it in right here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. So Becky G was the judge this week. You're a Becky G fan. I love Becky G. And I don't know where I made this up. We did not research it, but I feel like she played the yellow Power Ranger in something. <laughs> it must have been Power Ranger. Can we Google that, actually? We Google it while we're chatting. Okay, we're Googling while um, we're chatting. <laughs> I do remember loving Becky G from, the obviously, the shower song. But we were getting a little bit confused because, obviously, we have Becky G, Carol G, and for some reason, Cher Lloyd is in the mix because they were all kind of... Well, Cher Lloyd and Becky I G... I think they did a song together, did a song it? together. And they're kind of... They, they look a little bit similar, and I think their style is quite... Similar, apart from obviously Becky G being a bit more Power Ranger-esque. <laughs> uh, so in the 2017 movie Power Rangers, Becky G played the Yellow Ranger. There we go. On the We liked Rue's dress, the kind of blue leopard print kind of gown. Yeah. Almost. Uh, we thought Ross wasn't looking the best. 
I, that jacket has been worn on that panel before. Yeah. 100%. And dyed the hair grey or just naturally gone grey? There is a certain age. When you get to a certain age, you can't pull off the twink Jack Frost grey purple hair. Jack and I Frost. feel like she's... Press trying. that shape for Jack <laughs> <laughs> You've passed the expiration date for you to dye your hair grey and now it looks like it might actually be grey. I feel like if I what's did... What's the age? Because I've considered doing it. I... Okay. <laughs> Your face. My face is your a shape. Face. I think I think you need to be in your twenties or below. And I feel like even even or below, me, like sixteen. Yeah, because I think I dyed mine at like nineteen, and I feel like when God, God, I hate that I'm speaking on this right now. But when Tyler Oakley created the purple gray lavender hair pastel hair and like Troy Zivan and all did that and I did it at that time as well because I'm a fucking sheep yes bah but like Brian and the traders <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Myself out of the room. Um, But yeah, I just think I think that like it's a slippery slope. It's and it goes for you know women and all other genders too. So now I'm 31. I have to keep my hair the same color. You don't have to keep your hair the same color, but I feel like if you go gray and someone assumes that maybe your hair did go gray or maybe you're letting no. But if I make the whole hair gray, I mean this is not interesting. This is whole head gray. It's clearly not gone natural at the age 31. No, but because well I know a few people who have well they're a bit older, but like where they've had signs of gray hair and they said fuck it, I'm gonna dye the rest of my hair grey yeah um, my auntie did that and I'm like okay so obviously you've leaned into it like obviously she's a lot older than you um, <laughs> a little bit it's only a little bit older you. geriatrics on the podcast <laughs> mama <laughs> but I think yeah anyway I, I, I this is what I mean because I can't yeah. tell with true Ross that's Matthews true now. yeah I get that point because um, is he leaning into the fact that he's already great or is he trying to be trendy and what is that jacket and why am I seeing it again I didn't like it the first time what and I don't think is that else jacket I repeated <laughs> oh Michelle does it on different franchises because I think there's like a whole Instagram account that just basically like shows Shades her, she, her. Ha- well I don't think it's her because she's like a sustainable queen okay no I I, agree I, I, I saved you from the shame the, who said it today in Drag Race about what it was oh, what's her name the Plain Canadian Jane. queen Giselle Lullaby yes she said that she doesn't want to be seen in the same outfit again but she still is the same because she loves fast fashion but she said that she she would gift the outfit or give it away because I don't think that Rue has all those outfits just sitting at home maybe a few but like I, did it go somewhere to get ruffled off and stuff I, I, I think he keeps a lot of them Okay, I well, I, the suits, I think that, yeah, there's a way to be sustainable, but also be, and you're on, like, you know, you're being judged on the fashion. People know that. I don't know who's judging Ross. Ross me. Ross. <laughs> me so, on a public me. platform, okay? <laughs> Dye your hair back and, and get failed. rid of the jacket. You were in the bottom of Ross. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, the, the category was major look. And uh, Megan Trainer, Man, I made you look. But it was actually Macy just... I forgot room. about that until right now. And I wish I didn't hear about it. <laughs> I am your mother. <laughs> the brain rot's getting to me. Uh, it was basically just a reveal category from last. Week. Yeah, and I would I would have preferred if they had said that because yeah. I I wondered did the queens get the brief? It's going to be a reveal because they were quite like the the judges were quite adamant that it was meant to be a reveal, even though the the, the, the it didn't say reveal. Like the major look, like obviously we'll get into it, but like um, Megami, yeah, I was like Megami, Megami. Like with the eyes, yeah, she made you know made you look, made and you it's look, like you're yeah. looking at it to palm your eye, yeah, or palm your hands, pan's labyrinth. I get it. That Did you say pan's labyrinth? Pan, pan's labyrinth. Yeah, it's a pan because oh, pam you played this back. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I did say that, but I meant pan. I know what it is. Have I, I seen know it? I seen it years ago. Anyway, 
But I think that like it fit the brief, but she did get read for it. So I'm like, okay, just say it's a fucking reveal or say it's like inspired. I know, I agree. But also, I don't think, and we said this last week, me and Troy, a reveal is not taking your coat off. No, no. And then one of the queens did do really well, Giovanni, where she said, where a reveal isn't leaving outfits on the stage, which is fair. And it's giving because obviously it it felt very like reminiscent to, because reveals prior to Sasha Velour's hair were different and then like the next season remember where you had like aquaria in that um that big puffer kind of oct- no, not spiky thing where it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is obviously reveal and the way a reveal works even though it is a category obviously about reveals reveals are better or make more of an impact i guess when they don't look like i'm about to take up like who did the it was plasma's one where it's like okay she's obviously going to take this big sewing the pin cushion, pin cushion yeah. off that's where this is going um, so I didn't really enjoy that as much, but yeah, I I got I got it. But in Spain, uh, they had a reveal category, but there was a specific rule that you couldn't leave any clothes on the on the runway. Oh, see, that would be fun, which was interesting. But I think what I mean, we've jumped around here. But Geneva's point was that she revealed, but she didn't remove her clothes. Yeah, which that was a really good point. Nymphia was up first in I don't know. I guess she is the banana queen. I kind of felt like I got banana overload on her this episode because mm. it was like all the reveals were banana related. There was a whole sort of banana bodice into a banana bikini and then there was a reveal that she had rotten bananas on her nips. Um, this was kind of mid for me. Oh, no. I, the hair was just... I mean, she looked so. snatched and amazing, but like the actual reveal She had four concept, reveals. Four and one. Like a Chinese takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, four and one, but like four mouths don't make it great. I disagree. I really liked it. I loved it. I just, I, I, I loved it. I think she, she leaned into that as well. And again, she was able to do the campy and the fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the very first entrance look was, um, like, was it was a open up to bananas, but it didn't initially start as a banana. Yeah. And I think because it's yellow, it's like, okay, I'm going to have to do that. And I feel like if we get more bananas, then I'll be like, okay, we've done this yeah but the fact that to be yeah this yeah. is the banana episode yeah we're moving on yeah we've got our potassium we're fine yeah. i'm yeah. all i'm okay <laughs> oh my god periodic <laughs> table joke <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh that's on periodic table <laughs> periodic what do you bring to the periodic table <laughs> uh, it's kind of like Safira we mentioned last week like everything she wore was sapphire colored and mm. And kind of like a Tina Burner, if everything is a banana yeah. or a yellow, I might yeah. get tired of it. So yeah. we'll see. And when she's trying to, she, she owned that palette. It's like, yeah. come on. Because if someone else is a banana, I don't want her to be like, I own bananas. Like, yeah. <laughs> I own 51% of this banana. <laughs> of these fights. Hershey Liquor Jete was up next with a, basically just a coast reveal into a, a, a really nice chocolate dress. When Michelle points out the length, it it does look up. But I think that I quite like the top. I think it fits well. Yeah. I didn't notice the length until yeah. it was pointed out. And maybe that was clever camera trickery to mm. be like, oh, Michelle knows more than you do. But um, yeah, it wasn't much of a reveal if it's just a jacket taken off. Yeah. But also, I loved how they played the It's Chocolate soundbite. And that was really wah, funny. Wah, yeah, <laughs> and really made me like it more. Um, but yeah, well, I think the two of, the consensus from the two of us was it was good. And we really liked it. I don't like the classes, though. The kind of... Oh, yeah. That's No happened. lens. Yeah. That's happened. When did that finish? Oh, I would say two or three TikToks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, there was a f- like a tra- trend alert. There was a trend alert of those, whatever, ge- geometric glasses. 
Um, but if this was filmed last summer, then it probably was bang on trend then. No, I don't think so. It was a while ago. That's like, I think I like, I remember Sasha Velour doing it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like a little bit after her season, I think she did like a makeup tutorial and she had them on at the beginning. And she was okay. Like, Let's get into it. So then that's where I first was introduced <laughs> to the geometric classes. And now I feel like, I don't know. I don't think they added to the look either. No, I don't no. think so. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. I enjoyed it. You mentioned plasma and her pin cushion, mm. which is kind of big red tomato, which kind of then revealed into a sort of bodice and the, the cups of the bracket kind of came off and then the pants came off too and she was just sort of in like a pit of, like a sort of, what do they call it? Play suit or something like that? Oh, I can't. My, my, brain's, my brain's rotted. Like yeah, burlesque. Just, just a burlesque corset yeah. swimsuit thing. Um, yeah, this was okay too. Yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was very camp. It was cool. It was, and I think it gave the, <laughs> the judges a lot of ammunition because there was so many pin comments like, yeah. "Have I done pins on it?" Or which are jokes that we'd probably make anyway with a yeah. brain rot. Oh but, yeah, um, I with really brain rot it. as well. With brain rot. Did you hear my potassium joke about it again? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Fortunately, yes. <laughs> well, you liked it though. The pin. My, my the pin potassium cushion. joke. No, <laughs> someone did. Uh, I've seen pin cushions done a good few times. This wasn't my favorite. I was giving, I was getting ready, said he cooked red tomato off him. Oh yeah, you did say that, didn't you? Yeah. I think I knew it was a pin cushion because it was very. It did look like the cl- the classic, the staple pin cushion. But are pin cushions famously red? I think so. Okay, I think so. Uh, yeah. Are they are they famously round? I mean, I guess I'm kind of picturing a kind of a velvet pin. Cushion. I'm thinking red, and the, even the yellow pins as well. Yeah, it's okay. why. But then again, it could read strong. I'm not a seamstress, so no, clearly, no, clearly. Did you see your fashion this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the person who said to Chris Oh you look great And then turned to me and said Are you hungover? <laughs> uh, <laughs> then was uh, Maya Iman Page This was not a reveal She basically said I'm representing all weathers in Miami This is me in the winter And takes off her jacket Then into a swimsuit Immediately took off the jacket Immediately She came in with the jacket half on And I was like Oh no babe Um yeah, I don't know. She looked good, but this this didn't hit the brief. No, no. Well, it, technically, it did hit the brief, but it just—it wasn't a reveal. No, taking your coat off is not a reveal. If I if I come in into work and I take my jacket off, <laughs> come I'm, on, Ma. I'm not serving a reveal. <laughs> Depending on what's underneath. If you wore a swimsuit underneath, I would say you'd been very revealing in the office, and you may have an email from HR in the morning. <laughs> And a mandatory meeting. <laughs> uh, Geneva gave us, like we said, uh, a sort of a Mario into a Maria reveal, a sort of mariachi um, get up into this lovely sort of floral Latina print. Mm. And like we said, she revealed but did not remove. Uh, I thought it worked really well on her skin color, that sort of purpley. Again, it's, it wasn't fashion, but it looked good. She looked Again, good in it. I was happy with it. is what I thought. Yeah. I that. Were, you, were you enchanted? Um, I, I was, I was okay. I wasn't, I wasn't completely enchanted. Yeah, I was encanted, <laughs> decanted, decanted. Uh, yeah, it was nice. One, one of the better ones, I would have thought. Yeah, it would definitely it would have been up there. Uh, Megami then gave us the Pan's Labyrinth Goddess, the bleeding eyes, and the those the eye reveal on the hands. I do agree. I don't think it's a reveal, but it no. was a good look. Yeah, but it did it hit the brief of if that's what they were given. But I I imagine they were probably given. And the judges were so shady about it. Yeah, like Ruby, like, but what's the um. reveal? And then Michelle being like, the, the, the eyes and the hands. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm never going to be allowed back on with the shake button. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris was like, you should get a little soundboard for your podcast. I was like, they're, you know, they're, that's good cheap. they're a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah. I wonder <laughs> this why. Is yeah. This is a one song. This is a one song. Special edition. Brain Rod edition. Yeah, track on Train 24 <laughs> edition. Uh, finally, there was Plain Jane who gave us this like Romanov d- dynasty Russian big jacket into this big breasted Boston buxom babe in a red sort of glittery plunging top and sort of cut off jean shorts I guess representing the the two sides of her drag character which I liked because it told us something about her in a way that a lot of the other reveals didn't yeah yeah I did I did like to be fair to her I did like it and it was kind of very unexpected and it was very revealing yes <laughs> as we get into later when she's doing her lip sync so the queens are rating a queen um plain jane seems to play tactically by giving the queens who did the worst the most points by that she thinks the plasma did the worst which is surprising it was a bit confusing but i think it was because of the comment that michelle made but that it was like too much but also we were talking about this earlier that the it's basically the circle and the voting system and we were confused about the pink triangle Yes. Because that was like historically silence equals death. Is it? That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like confused why they would use that and why they would say right. Well, obviously, uh, it must be a direct reference to that to because just, yeah. they're obviously doing a shape that isn't a circle <laughs> and they, you know, the circle is a blue circle. They obviously chose the, the pink triangle effects. as a reference. Yeah. Um, it just Which is a off. fun little Easter egg, I guess, if you Easter didn't know about it. Easter egg. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think it's mis- time and place for something like that, yeah. I feel. And then not to acknowledge, but maybe I'm reading into it. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I don't know. I find it weird that she chose plasma as the worst slash because she was reading Megami for the posters. Yeah, it was a bit weird. But the the thing is as well, like I'm trying to get into her brain. Did she think that people would give her not a sympathy yeah. top or mid tier, I guess, but more of like they'd probably be more willing to give it a higher placement because it had that message and stance behind it that they also probably do have to deal with on a regular basis yeah. being a drag queen but if that's the case then she should have ranked her down more if she thought she was going to be getting these I don't know, maybe she thought she wasn't in a, a risk of taking the top spot so she yeah. didn't need to vote her down yeah, that might have been um, anyway maybe because these tactics or maybe not I don't know they don't reveal the full voting um, Plain Jane and Geneva Carr are the top two queens of the week do you agree I like Plain Jane. I think I think if I didn't know, or if it was like a normal not rate the queens, I would be like a little bit disappointed that Plasma wasn't up there because I love her. And I Nymphia? thought she did really well. Huh? And Nymphia? Oh, and Nymphia, obviously. Sorry. Excuse you. I don't know why. Anyway, yeah. So Nymphia definitely should have been up there. But the, uh, the, the way the rating worked, I liked it because it was, it's, you know, it's the same as All Stars. You can gamify it. Like, look at Blue. Hydrangea, I love her, but she gamified it. They all did that season, and it's kind of like that wasn't even all star season, but you know what I mean. Like that, oh, that, that's that a basically yeah. version of it. Yeah. Um, I think if you can gamify it and you're there to win, do it. Now, is it going too fast, too hard, too soon? Maybe, <laughs> but maybe too that's fast, a, too hard. Too soon. <laughs> that's what I get all the time. But um, oh, this no, I'm not going to get this. Yeah. <laughs> Save it, save it. We were talking about this earlier. There was, I, I don't know where I read this article, by the way. And when I say I read an article, I've seen a TikTok about it. <laughs> but, of course. <laughs> of course. But it's basically about like how gay men, specifically online, find the need to over-sexualize themselves in order to get like that cheap laugh. And I think... Where was I going with that? Yeah, where are you going? 
Where was that going? <laughs> Brain rot. No, it was going somewhere. Well, she was being oversexual. Plain Jane. Yeah, with like yeah. the boobs and stuff. Yeah. And she kept putting her finger in her mouth. Yeah. And then she just did something else. Anyway. It made sense. I'm going to listen to that back and then I'll make the point and I'll add no, it in the notes. That, that was something we we were chatting about today about over-sexualizing our, you know, ourselves. I definitely feel uh, I do it as well, especially with straight people to get kind of Yeah, we're like the bottom top <clears throat> joke and all that stuff and it's over... Oh, well, like, I mean, this OPC. show leans into a big time. Yeah, and I don't mind leaning into it, but like, just be aware of it as well. I don't know, that wasn't meant to be... I, I, strike that from the record. <laughs> it's an interesting what point. What did you think? I, what did you it think was an interesting thing? point. Not that related to anything. Did you like the lip sync? Well, I read an article actually during the <laughs> what? week. What was that? I'm so sure there was a direction for that. <laughs> I'm sure. And it just left. Because uh, I was thinking that I heard you pivot into it. And I was like, like where, where is she off to? Hopefully um, she has somewhere to go. <laughs> nope. So, <laughs> did you want it to be a plain Jane Nymphia wind or, or a Nymphia wind plasma top two? What? Who were your top two? My personal top two are Plasma and Nymphia, but I and and I did like Plain Jane as well. So I and then I get the idea that Plain Jane was the um was the top, and obviously she gamified it. But if it was a regular, uh, I think Nymphia Wind should have been up there. Is my final answer. I actually agree. I would have said Nymphia Wind and Plasma were the two that interest me most. Anyway, it's Plain Jane and Geneva Carr who are lip syncing to Becky G's Shower. Fun fact about Becky G's Shower in the oh, music yeah. video: There's Doja Cat. Um, yeah. uh, pre-famed though Doja Cat if you want to watch it it's like halfway through the music video she's like chilling in the pool and Doja Cat's there with like blonde hair and like face like gems Um, so yeah fun yeah. fact I didn't know that this was a I think a crap lip sync yeah I like I get it was fu- like the, the whole time everyone was like look your nipples out like that was the whole lip sync and I don't think Genevia really and it was weird because she seemed to be really excited that Becky G was there. So I was like, she's gonna. Because there we was discussing. a weird edit because they edited out the first chorus. There was so much. There was so much of the song chopped. I don't know if they got clearance for like certain parts of the song. Yeah. If they owned by different copyright companies <laughs> because they kept jumping. They hardly it. gave us any chorus at no. all. And it was a very weird edit. And I just felt Geneva kind of didn't give us the same energy she did in the lip sync. I know that the free the nipple was a bit funny, but like it wasn't purposeful. It was so Denno was kind of sloppy, so that kind of annoyed me as well. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. this was disappointing. I think. Yeah, do you agree with the winner though? No. (laughs) (laughs) Like Geneva didn't set my world on fire, but she did make a mistake. Yeah, yeah. There was more purpose. Now look, the hair flick was iconic when playing Jane hit. Geneva with the hair that was oh my god that was given Renee rap being girls and I loved it it was that was really clever I I would like to see Geneva Carrot take the wheel but playing Jane will have immunity at some point in the future that aspect has not been clarified the rate of queen has been slightly clarified in that next week will be their last chance to rate each other so the pink triangle is 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 going into retirement after three outings <laughs> Um, but it could be interesting because all the queens have united now they're going to basically have to rank each other from like 1 to 15 um, so I'm interested to see how that will all turn out and yeah. whether it'll have a big effect also it's a ball next week so we're getting is it 14 by 3 is like 42 looks girl they did that one season and it was chaos yeah, yeah. I don't know how successful that's going to be and especially if they're all going to be rating each other, I feel like people are going to forget people's looks. Like, there's going to be a lot of mid-tiering. Oh, the thing with the ball is like, how much weight do you do you rate them all equally? Do you is the one you make double the other two? 
Yeah. It's very subjective. It is very subjective. And it is one of those things where like some people can be saved by the looks that they brought. So is it actually a challenge? Yeah. Or is it something that you brought with a designer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who thinks going to win? From see, this is the thing. We talk about like, like who was your favorite? Okay, well, you can't remember the first episode. So I like Q. Just, uh, yeah. I like Q. I want her to do well. I want Plasma to do well, and I want um, um, Nymphia. Nymphia wins. Yeah. Why is thinking Naomi win? They told him win. <laughs> <laughs> I want Nymphia win to do well. Yeah. Who did you like out of this cast, and who would you? I'm really in intrigued with playing Jane as a character. Yeah. I think they're going to do really well. I haven't warmed to them yet necessarily. But I'm not, I'm not like angered by them because I kind of feel like it's a bit of a show. So I'm interested to see how things are going to go for her. The rest didn't. I think Nymphia is going to give us a lot. I just didn't. I kind of got annoyed by the banana, and I really like Hershey. I really warmed to her as well. And Plasma's great too. <laughs> Did you name them all? No, I didn't, didn't name like Geneva or Maya. Yeah, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> the erasure or Megami. Oh, sorry. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they don't want to We should pick tops. Uh, so far, I don't think anyone's going to stop Safira from winning. Yeah, that's true. I remember who she is now. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. If you listened this far, thank you so much for putting up with our absolute moldy brains. Expired. The tangents, the unnecessary laughing. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the shade rattle. <laughs> Done it one last time. You know what? I didn't get let you press it. You bring okay. it over there to press it by your mic. One last time. By Ariana Grande. Uh, we'll go out with the shade rattle. Chris, thank you for joining me at Jared Khan and thank you for joining me in this episode. Uh, we'll chat to you soon. Until then, you can check uh, us out on <laughs> I'll check you. Sissy That Pod on Instagram or That Irish Gay on TikTok or Instagram. Uh, yeah, let us know who you think is going to win. Let us know if you think 30 is too old to dye your hair grey. And we will chat to you next <laughs> We week. really need to know about that one. Yes. There's a big divide here. See you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.